For those serious about becoming successful, consistently profitable options traders, now is the time to build skills in technical analysis, market analysis, and applied volatility to get those results. We have multiple memberships, starting with our Go membership that teaches rules-based trading and our Pro membership that teaches more subjective trading. For more information, go to LockInYourSuccess.com memberships. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Trader Transformation Workshop informational webinar. Before we get going, I'd like to remind you the presentation is for educational purposes only. We're not broker-dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk of trading options is substantial. Please make sure you're aware of all your risk for placing any trades. Also note that any trades and or results, please consider them to be hypothetical computer simulated trades and or results. They would be believed to be as accurately represented as possible. Keep in mind, live results can vary from similar results for many different reasons. Welcome to the Trader Transformation Informational Webinar. I am John Locke. I am here with Stephen Hammond, our Senior Options Trading Mentor, and we are here today to help you guide you along the path to achieving consistent trading results. Just a little bit about today's presentation. It's planned for probably 60 to 90 minutes. We're going to make it as fun and educational as possible. During that time, Stephen and I will give you as much useful information as possible. And along the way, I'll also tell you where you can find out more so that you can dig in deeper into the information needed to ensure your success as a trader. The topics today will include things such as common trader challenges and bringing to your awareness how the approach that many traders use towards trading literally creates the challenges that they're having. We'll also discuss handling market environment shifts when your winning trading strategy becomes a losing trading strategy. Then at the end, Stephen and I will answer any questions that have come up along the way. I'm going to start this out just by saying that if you've had challenges in the past with confidence, fear, uncertainty, or profitability in your trading, make sure that you pay special attention here because you're about to find out why. So let's play pretend for a minute. And imagine this scenario. You're the typical trader who looks for a trade with good past results. Whether you figured that out through backtesting or bought a trade or you just heard about it online, it really doesn't matter how you found it. But you got this wonderful trade. You try it and you make money. And you're so excited because you finally found something that works. So you're going to make money going forward as you thought. Then you're going along. You're making money. You think you've got it all figured out. And then comes some sort of event. You know, you could take COVID, for example, and all of a sudden the implied volatility markets change drastically, the range of expansion in the asset price movement explodes. Things change a lot, and you find that your wonderful trade isn't doing so well. Now let's pretend that you shrug off a few losses and you continue to trade that strategy. After all, you've back tested the strategy, or you figured out some, or maybe you figured that somebody else must have back tested it, and therefore you have that blind faith that comes along with that. And you know, because hey, following uh, back tests and other people's trades, that's blind faith basically. So you figured it's going to work out eventually, so you push forward. But unfortunately, in this case, your poor performance persists and the losses continue. You end up losing money maybe in 2021 or the first half of 2022 or 2023. And at some point, the pain just becomes too much and you finally decide to make a change. But the question becomes, what are you going to change to? 
unfortunately, you're losing money because the market is different. And in some cases, or many cases, it's different than it's ever been, or at least different than it's been since you've had the ability to backtest, and you're losing money. What are you going to do now? Backtesting 2011 to 2021 isn't going to help if you start losing money in 2022 because your strategy did great in the old market. But this market is obviously different. Luckily, however, you do have 12 months or a certain amount of time in the new environment. You can backtest that and hopefully come up with something. So that's an option. And oh yeah, you've got this guy over here, you know, you're looking around the internet, you got this guy over here that made up a trade and did fantastic over the last year. Maybe you can copy what he did. Or, you know, you could say, well, yeah, I did see this older strategy that did well before COVID and it's also doing well now. And that's a solid strategy too. And, you know, a solid strategy like buying virtually anything and waiting, which is pretty much all you had to do since 2020 to, 20, to early 2022, to be profitable. Now, I'm being a little sarcastic here, but a lot of people had good results doing that in the past, just buying anything or being bullish all the time. And it certainly worked well in 2020 and 2021. Back test 2021. It's wonderful. So you live trade it for the rest of 2021. Hallelujah. Now you have a strategy that can handle the new market and any old market and their problems are over and you're going to scale up for 2022. Now, one of the many benefits here working here at Lock in Your Success is that we have trading strategies that we've tracked for years. We've tracked them through all types of environments, whether they win or lose. And we're not trying to change them all the time to make sure that they look like they've won all the time in the past. And that unique approach or aspect of what we do offers extremely important insights for developing traders in regard to what to expect with non-subjective trading strategies. If you take a look at this trade in 2021, this trade has 11 wins and one loss in an 88% trade for trade return. And historically, these types of results with this particular strategy have been fairly typical. In fact, this strategy is won every year as far as we can backtest um, with good data. And that's from 2011 until 2021. The win rate's been well over 80%, averaging over 50% trade for trade annual return for that whole period. The maximum consecutive win rate was 26. The maximum consecutive loss rate was two. If you look at that, you say, well, I have a, or we have a solid, great performing strategy with a 10-year track record. That's awesome, right? All I got, I got all the markets covered, pre-COVID, post-COVID, all I have to do is keep trading, quit my job, and trade this trade for a living. Well, not so fast. This is the same strategy in 2022. We have 12 trades, two wins, 10 losses, and we're down 47% for the year. What happened? Realize it's very common for strategies that have been doing well recently or that have back-tested well for years to suddenly go through a period where they have longer periods of poor performance. This is nothing unusual. I've been doing this business since 2007 or 2006, actually, and we see this happen all the time. So this is nothing new.
And I will go so far as also to say that uh, it'll also happen to every non-subjective rule-based trading strategy at some point. Now, this does not mean that the trade is bad. This is simply possibly a very good trading strategy going through a period of poor performance. Or there may, it may have turned bad. There may have been something that changed in the marketplace that no longer allows the edge of this strategy to play out. And now the strategy is just going to be a losing strategy for going forward. How do you know? So my point being, regardless of your strategy's track record and regardless of how complex it is, and regardless of how well it hides your possibility you might lose, something is eventually going to happen in the market that is going to cause that strategy to go through an extended period of poor performance. Or if it's one of those 99% win weight strategies, it's going to be a blow up period, perhaps in one cycle or whatever. That, that's what tends to happen with those types of strategies. Uh, and when that happens, it often leaves us pondering the question, you know, we did all this work, we've accommodated for all market conditions, why are we losing now? And I would say that what are you gonna do when your perfect strategy starts to take on losses? Well, understand that I may not know what you're trading specifically, and I have no way of knowing what you, how whatever you're trading specifically has been doing recently. Um, I do know with 100% certainty that Every set of trading rules, regardless of what they are, regardless of how they did, is going to run through a scenario like that. And when this happens, as it must, you're going to need to decide what to do about it. Are you going to continue trading it and hope it comes back? Or are you going to modify your strategy so that it would have done well recently and hope it continues to do well in the future? Or are you going to change strategies into something that's done well recently or somebody recommended or whatever and hope that continues into the future? Or are you going to quit trading altogether? You know, what's your plan when that happens? I'll tell you what most people do. Most people are either going to swap to a different strategy and hope or make a modification to the current strategy and hope, or continue to trade the same strategy the same way and hope. Now, while I believe that hope in general is a good thing, relying on hope for your financial future is not a very good plan, in my opinion. Realize that the problem with this approach of finding the trade rules and tweaking those trade rules through backtesting is that the trader is literally form-fitting the rules so that they would have made money in the past. And in the process, most of the time, they've never truly learned why the trade actually wins or loses. In other words, the trader is usually ignorant of the edge that their position exploits and is also aware of whether or not that edge is present in the marketplace and when to identify whether that edge is, uh, when that edge disappears or when it reappears. And perhaps worst of all, he doesn't know how to determine when or if the edge is likely to return, which is one of the big problems when you have a strategy that's back tested well and performed well recently and then goes uh, into a period of poor performance. But this whole scenario means that you have no way of knowing whether to continue to trade a strategy other than based on the decision on how well it's done recently. As a result, the trader leaves himself no other choice other than to rely on hope to make money. And that, my friends, in a nutshell, is why most income traders never learn how to make 
money consistently in the markets. It's also why most traders or many traders, especially our more non-subjective traders, their confidence level fluctuates between being uncertain and afraid when things are going poorly to overconfident when things are going well or they see something with recent trading results. And they also do the, the resulting sizing changes that reflect that. Uh, and that does not turn out well. Now, does this sound familiar? Ask yourself, why are you trading the strategy you currently trade? If that reason is primarily because it's done well recently, if that reason is primarily because it back-tested well, or if it's primarily because someone else said it was good, or you because you bought something on the internet, if any of those are your primary reason, that is a problem as a trader. That's going to create a problem for you. You see, most people believe that just because someone can form-fit rules in a way that would have made money in the past or... Um, in a way that made money recently, most people believe that that means that they can expect to make money in different scenarios into the future. But unfortunately, filtering out losing scenarios out of the past, hiding behind statistics and pretending the losing scenarios don't exist in your trading strategy, whatever that is, it does not benefit you as a trader. Because the reality is, is that every trading strategy has vulnerabilities. It might be a price movement scenario vulnerability. It might be an applied volatility scenario vulnerability or a timing scenario vulnerability uh, where the trade will lose uh, possibly repeatedly for extended periods of time. And yes, we can easily filter these losing periods out through a back test by tweaking the rules. But realize that filtering these instances out of the past through backtesting and pretending they don't exist does not make the weaknesses go away. Now, let me ask you another question. Do you really believe that you trade non-subjectively? Well, consider this. If your plan is to non-subjectively apply a trade or a set of rules to the market the same way every time, and you expect to win consistently, then by definition, you are either being subjective or you're trading without the awareness that you're being subjective, meaning that you're trading with ignorance. As a trader, you want to be aware that in order to for you to believe that your plan will make money, you must also by default hold a subjective belief that the market will not do certain things or will do certain things that are going to be beneficial to the trade and not create a period of creative losses. For example, if I'm educated and I'm going to non-subjectively trade any trade, and I'm just going to take a simple trade where the law losing scenario is fairly obvious. Let's take a bullish vertical strategy, for example. If I trade a bullish vertical the same way every month, regardless of what's going on in the market, and I expect to make money somewhat consistently for now and forever into the future with that strategy, then by definition, I'm trading based on the subjective belief that the market often goes up more than it goes down or goes up more often than it goes down. And that if it goes down, it really moves down enough to stop me out. And more importantly, that it will continue to behave this way going into the future. 
Why do I say that? Because if those that scenario doesn't hold true, the trade's a losing strategy and is going to lose money. Therefore, I have the awareness that my strategy only has an edge in the marketplace for so long as those conditions are likely to hold true, which makes my job and primary focus as a trader to identify when that is, is when that edge is or is not present in the marketplace so that I can intelligently decide whether or not I should be using that strategy. Now, the bullish vertical was a simple example, but the point I'm trying to get across is that this subjective dynamic is present in all trading strategies, regardless of how complex a strategy is and regardless of how flat your T plus zero line is. The problem is that most traders are not 100% crystal clear as to what that dynamic is in the strategies that they're currently trading. Therefore, instead of learning how to identify edge and learning how to take advantage of it, most traders waste years and sometimes even decades chasing or creating rules that worked well recently through backtesting or through other people's efforts. And they hope that those results are going to make uh, continue to. to play out where the trade's going to continue to make money into the future without ever fully understanding the dynamics of the edge that allows the trade to win in the first place, nor do they understand how to identify when that edge disappears. This being the case, it's no wonder why traders have problems with confidence, problems with uncertainty, problems with fear and profitability as their trading results come in. If you're relying solely on recent results and backtesting to decide whether or not you should be confident or fearful, it makes complete sense because you don't know what you're doing. Trader transformation is a trading performance program that helps traders become profitable through gaining a full understanding of the art of income trading. In the program, we work on developing the proper mindset and expectations as they relate to trading. We teach risk, reward, probability, and utility dynamics to improve your trading decisions. We show you how to develop the ability to quickly evaluate trading strategies, as well as the ability to create effective trading strategies based on market edge without the need to spend hours upon hours backtesting. Many of the strategies that you see, I made the strategies without backtesting, and I knew they would do well. How do I know that? There's an easy way to do that, right? You have to understand what's going on. Um, but during our workshop that we had, um, we had students literally create effective trading strategies in only a few hours. So one of the parts of the workshop is, hey, what I want you to do is I want you to create an effective strategy in, in a few hours, and then we did then we demonstrated how collectively uh, to evaluate those strategies as to how their effectiveness was going to be going forward, again, without the use of backtesting. And yes, some of the strategies that came out of those work, this workshop, we still use today. Okay, so we knew there were good strategies coming out, again, in only a very short period of time. So what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to bring Stephen in on this. Hi, Stephen. John. I'll let you talk about your experience. Yeah. And so forth That's with good. the program and your thoughts on the program. Let me share my screen. Thank you for that, John. That was a good setup. 
for what we're trying to articulate to people today. And hopefully that resonates with a lot of people because that's a very common path that we all go down as we venture into this uh, income style or options campaign style of trading, right? Mm -hmm. And so what we typically do is, and this is not necessarily wrong, but there, there is a fork in the road that John's been trying to highlight for us, which is to say, you know, when you initially learn this style of trading, you're going to use a rules-based trade and you're probably going to trade it very strictly. And that is primarily so you can learn the ins and outs of this style of trading. In fact, one of the most popular trades that John developed, which is called the M3, that um, is hands down the most popular. Um, yeah, it was really for a very long period of time too. For right? a very long period of time, uh, there are some other ones that are that are now um, more applicable. But the point being, it was never intended to be a trade. It was intended to be a learning tool. So he creates this whole trade without backtesting it. By the way, there was no backtesting software. He just created it in Thinkorswim. I don't even know if you had that. Um, but the point was, is it if people follow that trade? They could learn what they needed to know about how the trade uh, performed in different environments and the different dynamics of the adjustments, so on and so forth. So it was a learning tool, a launching pad. But we as traders and in humans, we like to stick to things that we find uh, security in, and that's these rules-based trading. And while that is fine for a while, when markets change, when the context change, when the information on the ground, so to speak, changes, which was John was pointing out, we have to do what? And this is the punchline of the whole thing. Adapt our trading. We've got to develop adaptability. Uh, and you have to know what's the best time to deploy what strategy with the given market in front of us. And it's a very difficult thing for people to do. Um, and I like that what you uh, the, the sort of choices that you gave when people run into the, they do this back test and they trade it live for, you know, they do 10 year back test and they trade it live for a year and it has great results, market changes. And they're like, Oh crap, what do I do? Well, most people are going to do force that trade uh, and, and make some tweak to it. And what they're going to do is what we've probably all heard about is curve fit the trade in our back testing. Oh, so the market has changed. Uh, I don't really know why, but it's just this trade. It's got three losers in a row. I'm not really uh, understanding what, what what's happening, but what I'm going to do is make some adjustment to it and then back test that. All you're doing is curve fitting it, and that's not going to help you in your trading going forward. So, um, trader transformation, and I, I was an attendee, obviously, in this was really that program or workshop that was the breakthrough to go from clinging and latching on to rules-based strategies and hoping they always work or maybe tweaking them and really we're just curfeting them to truly understanding how this type of trading works and, and the art of it all. So hopefully that gives you a foundation of where I'm coming from. So the first thing you have to understand is where does your edge come from? in any trade or in this style of trading and in the specific trade, right? We're not trading theta. 
We're not trading the little gremlin that puts money in your account over the weekend because theta has decayed. That's not what's happening. And you're not trading time. Those are all outputs of emotion from the market participants. You're trading greed and fear, fear and greed, the same things that have driven markets since the days of, uh, you know, whatever, the tulip mania uh, and, and even further back, right? So you have to understand that. You're not trading. It gets frustrating, right, John, when we hear people, well, I'm a theta trader. Uh, it's like, oh, my gosh, no, you're not. You're a clueless trader. You don't know what you're doing and you're going to get burned. And you don't say that to be mean or uh, disparaging of people, but it's it's a lack of understanding of really where your edge comes from, right? So our edge comes from in this style of trading when historical volatility is less than implied volatility, which is represented by people overvaluing options because of their greed and fear. Mm. Full stop. The outputs of that or the measurements of that is the is, is theta and passages of time and the other Greeks and so on and so forth. So that's the kind of, once you kind of internalize that understanding, you can sit to your, say to yourself, okay, now I can craft different types of trades to take advantage of that, as opposed to making this one rule space trade that I have and force fitting it into every single environment from here to the end of time. And this workshop, really opened up our eyes to it, um, to the how and the why of trading edges and how they come and go in different trading and uh, different markets, right? The causes and effects of the, are critical to that success and be able to pull the components apart of any strategy and understanding what's this aspect of the trade, uh, how is it impacting the trade and how is this other component impacting the trade? Um, and how does that dr drive my decision making? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, every day that we're looking at our trade and we're making a decision of whether we want to adjust or exit or enter it, we always want to view it from the lens of making a good probability risk reward decision. Uh, and if we always keep that top of mind, then uh, you're going you're gonna to get that positive expectancy at the end of the day. John, did you have a comment? No, no, I, I, I okay. don't. Other than to say, I mean, we really pull apart the components of the trading strategies and why they might be profitable, what edge they have, and you know why implied right. volatility moves, all of that other stuff. So it's really right. And and we do we did some really uh, we had some breakout groups where we did um, uh, created our strategies, created strategies that John just uh, you know told us what the parameters were. And we would go into breakout groups and develop these strategies. And you quickly learned uh, where the strategy was coming, where the edge in the strategy was coming from it from and when it would change. And that's really when the light bulb goes off. Absolutely. So one thing that's that some people do, and it's probably the more creative types, is when you get into this type of trading, and like we said before, you know, it's important to certainly start out with some sort of structure and a rules-based trade just so you can kind of understand, feel your, feel your way around in the dark a little bit with this style of trading. But at some point, you want to get into strategy development, you know, and you want to think of it like you have got this, this blank canvas and you, you say, okay, I've got this opinion of the market of what I think is going to happen over the next, you know, 30 days, 60 days, whatever time frame you're going to assign to the trade and craft some sort of configuration that's going to best take advantage of it. 
And once you kind of start thinking in those terms, the art, an artistic perspective, when you overlay that lens, thing, things start to make sense, right? Because it's going to be an iterative process. You're going to say, well, I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, I, I think the, uh, I'm kind of bearish. The market's sort of over overextended here. There's no breadth in the market right now. It's all the NASDAQ, which is just, you know, two stocks, the the Apple and Microsoft. I'm just kind of making something up. This may or may not be the case, right? But this could be an opinion and a very valid one. And you say, you know, this thing is going to roll over. It's on vapor. So I'm going to go into a butterfly position at the money. Okay. Well, that, that looks good. Um, you know, the market's going to go down. And so it'll still be inside my tent. The T plus Sarah line will pop on the outside. And uh, I don't think it's going up, so I'm not worried about that part. And then the next three days, you have, um, you know, full ATR moves to the upside, meaning, you know, explosive move against your position. Mm-hmm. And you're doing this in backtester, right? You're not doing this live, right? We're doing strategy right. development. And then you realize, you know, I, I need to account for that other side of things. And I'm being simplistic here, but this is how you learn is you put on some sort of uh, 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 tent structure, if you will, it fails. You learn from that failure. You account for that, and then you ultimately have this balancing act where I have an opinion on what's going to happen in the market. But if it doesn't happen, I'm still not hurt. And I'm not yeah. talking about just trading flat it, delta neutral trades, but we're accounting for uh, at least two, if not three, possibilities. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times in the marketplace, as we go over our technicals and so forth, there's a high probability it's going to do something or not do something. And you want to be able to play that in, within your trading strategy. And you want, but you want to be able to do so in a responsible way where if you're wrong, you still win. And yeah. we do that in the pro membership all the time, right? We have a lot of demonstrations of that. Right. And, and you know, this was an exercise that we did uh, multiple times. We did it with just trades we just dreamed up right there on the spot that John directed uh, 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 us to do. And then we also had some existing trades that we uh, developed ahead of time before developed ahead of time and modified and did the same thing. But the point is you're not trying to develop the Holy grail strategy. You're trying to, you're going through this process to learn. And then you can go back to, um, any trade, but certainly, you know, the, the 12 trades that are the, that uh, John offers and learn how to use those more effectively and morph them and combine them, make them your own. So, again, I just want to uh, emphasize strategy development is more about understanding and gleaning um, from that how different markets are going to impact your strategies differently. And then you can take that learning and apply it to um, what we feel like are very successful strategies in many markets, but certainly not all markets. Right. I mean, people, you know, they say they want a, 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 a higher returns and less drawdowns. And this is the way you do it right here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 And it's or or you get those that are like, um, you know, I don't want to follow anybody. I don't want to use their I want to have extreme ownership of my trade and craft something completely original, which is fine. But, you know, at some point you're kind of the hard work, heavy lifting's already been done. But what we're encouraging is that you try that process, try to develop something that won in 2022 or that's winning in the first half of this year 
and then and then use it as a learning tool. Right. And then think about when is this strategy going to lose and right. when right. would it have lost in the past and so forth. And, yeah. Exactly. And then and then you can use it on um, you know, whatever your favorite. I mean, there's all sorts of strategies that are out there that are similar to this style, but whatever you apply it to, take those learnings to those trades. Um, and that's that's the real point. And you know, ultimately yeah. you want to be able to say, hey, if I can apply these principles and and become an adaptable trader, I can take that blank canvas and turn it into a Van Gogh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the things is one of the things too, right, that's critical for people's success is the awareness that their trading strategy has losing scenarios and there's mm-hmm. it has weaknesses regardless of how a back tested and being a very aware of what those are. Um, people like, yeah, to exactly. pre- like pretend there's no weakness, right? They'll back test it and they'll say, oh, this trade can't lose. Therefore, I can have confidence and yeah. I trade it going forward rather than be. And that's trading basically with ignorance, not understanding the losing scenario in your trading strategy. You want to be trading with awareness and just be aware that these types of things are going to be a problem for the strategy. And then you can um, then apply that strategy appropriately or not apply it when it's not appropriate to. Be in the market. Right. And one thing, one thing that we, a mantra that we have or a, a, a large overarching principle is John always says, you know, you got to have, you got to know where you were willing to lose in the trade. In other words, you don't want to put these trades on and you're constantly chopping it up to, to uh, neutral delta. Right. You know, oh, it's positive delta, five positive delta. I got to get it back to neutral. It's negative 10 delta. I get it back to, you're not going to make any money. So no. it's this balancing, right, of acceptable loss if the market goes to the downside, for instance. I get my win if it stays in the middle or goes up. I'm sort of oversimplifying, but that's it's this balance of this. It's not this, okay, I'm going to put this tent straight over it. You know, it's the iron condor, right? Put this big tent, it's equidistant on each side. The market's just going to stay in between those two and we don't want to do anything. And we, you know, we'll take half off, whatever it is. You've got two losing scenarios and your winning scenario is very low probability. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah. what we're saying is, is since you're already being subjective, accept where your loss is going to be in a responsible manner and then and then let the trade win, uh, give it an opportunity to win somewhere else, hopefully two places. So I think that's an area where a lot of people get caught up is they they put this tent over the trade, whether it's a BWB or whatever the structure is, and they're constantly chopping it down into flat delta and then you ultimately don't make any money and then you get this big giant move that inevitably is going to come and it blows the trade out and you're like what what happened right well you never you never gave it a chance you were Mm -hmm. you didn't understand how the trade worked so in any case moving on the highlights of this workshop are geared towards um what we refer to as stage four and stage five traders in our success blueprint, which is effectively a roadmap that John developed for traders. So stage one is going to be for beginners, people just starting out, learning about options. And then stage two and three is where you're taking trades, you're back testing them, you're understanding the mechanics of options and this style of trading um, and developing some, some consistency. And then stage four and five is that leap to adding subjectivity, looking looking at the charts. You're not just 
constrained by rules-based trading. You're actually, by the way, all, all the 12 trades that John has designed that are rules-based, they're, they are uh, um, absent of any charting, any technical right. analysis, which still amazes okay. me to this day. And they, they perform, you know, on average, 75% winners, 20 to 30% uh, on planned capital, depending on the on the given strategy, so on and so forth. That's going to vary, but amazing, right? Because we all get caught up in that. What's happening in the charts? What's happening in the charts? Which is good, but you don't have to have it, which that should tell you something. I can mm-hmm. I can let the behavior observe the behavior in the trade direct my um, how I'm going to handle that trade. But then once we get to a level where we can add technical analysis and applied volatility analysis and go for bigger returns, when we get to that subjectivity is when we really have to understand. Um, a lot more that's going on in these trades. And that's our stage four and stage five traders, right? So this program really is the culmination of all that. It pulls everything together. It's the launch pad for that rules-based trader who's trying to make that jump to the subjective trading, which, and that's not to say that's just for people who want to be subjective traders. You can be a rules-based trader and elevate your trading greatly just from uh, understanding this program. So I don't know right. if we have any because one because one, one of the things we don't have any questions, but I'll just throw okay. throw, throw out the offer here too quickly. Yeah, um, you know one of the things that uh, you want to understand is, or or you're seeing me do literally in the pro membership is I will take a look at that trade entry, right? Because we have our rule based trade that enters at 56 days to expiration or whatever it is, and I'll take a look at the entry and I'll say this trade's going to win, or this trade's not going to win this cycle. And oh yeah. Right. And I, yeah. and, and you know, I'm not a hundred percent accurate, but I'm pretty darn accurate with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so most of the time, and that's, a, that's an advantage to your probability. If you can understand this to that point, even if you know when not to trade your strategy or maybe, you know, even if you're not going to modify it or maybe to trade smaller or trade larger, because you, you know, going in that you're just not in good conditions for a particular thing. So um, I think that's a good. Yeah. It, it, and it's really amazing that John has that ability to say, uh, you know, I, I, he sees the weakness way ahead of the time. And a lot of that, you know, can be dependent on how much time is in the trade. You know, if it's a short dated trade and he, he knows what's happening in the market, it's not going to be a handle that move or if there's a lot of time left in the trade. Uh, but it, that was always and still is today a pretty amazing skill, which people can develop. Yeah. And we'll do that. Right. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Somebody else have this wonderful trading strategy, and I'll put it in a cycle when it loses. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. like, Oh my goodness, how did it lose? Right. So uh, it's just, just a really good talent to have. I want I want you guys to develop that talent. So um, anyway, if we go to Trade Transformation Look Workshop, uh, let me just tell you really quickly about this. Here are some of the trading principles we focus on in the workshop. Principle number one is fully understand your strategies and where their edge comes from. With this principle, you will learn how to gradually layer in more and more levels of understanding about income strategies and how they work and when they're effective. You'll discover the effect of utilizing different types of entry strategies. Remember, your strategy has an entry strategy, has an exit strategy, has an adjustment strategy, or not adjustment strategy, whatever it has, right? We have different types of entry strategies. You could have condor entry strategies, butterfly entry strategies, broken wing, date scaling, price scaling, verticals whatever. You learn how different exit strategies affect your profitability, you know, profit target changes, 
max loss changes, scaling, time changes. How does that affect the profitability of a strategy over time? You know, I'm often I'm often asked, hey, well, why don't we just reduce the profit target? Because then, you know, we're going to win more often. Well, that has an effect across the whole strategy and your future results. You should know what doing that does or the consequences of doing something like that. And then uh, also, so we that's your entry, your exit. Then learn, learn the benefits and drawbacks of various types of adjustment strategies. You know, scaling adjustment strategies, rolling adjustment strategies, um, how aggressive your adjustment is. Uh, as well as the size and location of maybe verticals you use for your adjustments. In principle two, we learn to quickly create effective strategies without backtesting. So um, our students uh, created strategies that won in 2018. For those of you who have been, not been around that long, 2018 was a particularly challenging year for income trading in general. 2018-19 was a very challenging uh, time period. Um, we said, hey, Create a trading strategy that won in 2018, easy enough to do. And then we took those strategies, we evaluated for them for their long-term viability. Um, we provided extensive instruction uh, on how to quickly create long-term effective strategies in uh, or, or strategies that were going to be effective in the long-term within the workshop. And then we had groups develop strategies and explain reasoning and characteristics of those strategies. So when you develop a strategy, you should understand or be able to explain the characteristics of that strategy if you fully understand it. Um, next principle is to learn to quickly and effectively evaluate any trading strategy, right? So if someone can bring me a trading strategy, I can evaluate that strategy for uh, the potential it's going to blow up, whether or not it's likely to be profitable long-term, what types of markets it's going to be do well in, what types of markets it's going to be poorly in. You should do that. And we do that by learning the story of the strategy. Every, story, every strategy tells a story as to, as to what has to happen in the marketplace in order for it to lose and what might happen in the marketplace. Uh, I mean, in order to win, right? What, to, what has to happen in order for it to win and what might happen that's going to create a series of losses for that particular strategy. Um, we also talk about, does the story of the strategy match your personal subjective beliefs about the market behavior? Um, we don't trade the market. We trade our beliefs about the market. And if you're trading a certain type of strategy, then by default, if well, if you understand that strategy, that's, you know, we have to ask, does, does the strategy match your beliefs about the market behavior? Um, and we break down the principles and features of uh, certain trades like the bearish butterfly, the M3, the rock, the net zero, the Super Bowl, uh, the, uh, and the X4 trades and other strategies. We look at it, we break down the principles and features of the strategies. So as every trade has certain features, right? It has an entry that has certain features and is wrapped around certain principles and adjustments that have certain features and wrap around certain principles as well as the exit strategy. Um, and we uh, we break down these trades and you we tell you what those principles are and what you would have to believe about the marketplace in order for those strategies to win. It's a very, very educational uh, way of doing things. We teach you to understand the principles that are universal across all high probability strategies. Whether you're trading a broken wing butterfly or a calendar or or a condor or whatever, there's certain principles that are that are applicable across all types of strategies like that. We discover how the techniques of scaling, rolling, adjustment strategies, profit target manipulation, max loss manipulation, structural risk manipulation, and um, reset strategies affect your high probability strategy over time, right? So depending on how you're handling certain things, it's going to affect that strategy over time. 
And then we, you can literally experience the creation of the M3.4U and the Super Bowl strategies. We like literally, literally created those in this workshop. Um, and we see how well the M3.4U has performed recently as well. So it's, it's just been a fantastic um, strategy. And again, initially put together without back testing. And this is, we know this is going to work. And then we have the principle of think like a professional trader. Discover how ludicrous the typical person's beliefs, processes, and expectations are as it relates to trading. When I look at traders who come into the marketplace, even those who've been you know, 10, 15, sometimes 20, 30 years in this thing, and their, their, their beliefs and processes and expectations are just crazy. It's no wonder they're still not making money, right? Um, also, discover how the actions they feel compelled to take based on those beliefs will literally prevent them from being successful in trading, even if they find the perfect strategy. Right? Another thing that we've done is we've given the same people the same rule set and had them trade it over time and they have completely different results. So uh, again, that goes back into the trader. So we can kind of learn about that. That depends on mindset and a lot of other things. Uh, you can learn the paradox of income strategies. So the interesting thing about most income strategies is is people try to go to go for safety, right? Flat T plus zero line, whatever. But the real paradox is the safer a strategy appears, and often the higher probability it is as far as win rate and your back testing, the less likely you are to be profitable over time. It's it's really kind of crazy, but that is uh, one of the one of the ways that things actually work. Uh, under uncover the lie of probabilities. Realize that the probability of strategies winning are not as they appear. Find out how to evaluate the real probability of your trading strategies. All these things are in the workshop. Um, you know, understanding the influence that luck has on your results, because a lot of people go to results on what to determine whether they have a good strategy or not, but that's not the best way to evaluate that. So influence the influence that luck has on your results, the utility of your bet, the risk-reward probability equation, which is really the most important aspect on whether you're going to make money or not as a trader. So also, we go into some mindset stuff and some psychology, how to think about security and freedom, how to gauge the limits of what you know, heuristics, biases, and frames, and how they affect your trading decisions, and the art of being adaptive, an adaptable, subjective trader so that you can ensure your long-term profitability. That is the Trader Transformation Workshop, and uh, it's a fantastic program. It's a two-day program that we did in Florida several years back. And uh, this trading program is normally $2,095. Basic member sale is $19.95. Go members is $17.95. Pro members only $15.95. And to get that, you just simply go to the website. If you are a member, you can just go into the community and you can go to your discounts page. So you log into your community, you go to your Go discount if you're a Go member, Pro discounts if you're a Pro member. If you're a Market Outlook or Performance member, let us know because we have, I think Sherry might have to do that manually. But here are your discounts for that. And if you want to just do it on the website, just go to lockyoursuccess.com. You look for trading courses. This is a trading performance course and a trade transformation workshop. It's right here. And you go down and you can see the discount uh, discounted prices in here. That's what I have. I'm gonna turn this back over to you, Stephen. Highlight a couple more items and then uh, we'll get into the Q&A. But I want people to, to recognize we do get into trades in the workshop. Lots and lots of evaluating trades. Look at you on the screen, screen, Stephen. You have your- Oh, uh, I'm sorry. 
we will have to wait for him to come back on. Question, when does a workshop start? This workshop is has already been recorded, so it's offered as a, as a video program. Also, we're trying to put together a live seminar in January of 2024. Keep your eye out for that. That's going to be very fun and educational for you guys. Uh, let's see. You are both very articulate and expert. Are you consistently profitable traders? I would say yes on that. And yeah, Sherry says live seminar in Orlando, January 2024. Yeah, John, we both are traders. We trade, um, you know, of course, we have this business and we trade. And 6, 2007, we started training traders and we have a lot of great successful traders over time. We have a lot of people who've been with us since the very beginning. And of course, I, I really appreciate those people. And Stephen's been with us for, uh, well, I think he's been a mentor here for about three years now, if I remember right. So um, all is going well there. Let's see. I'm back now. You're back. All right. Very good. Yeah. Workshop highlights. You can see that? I can. We're good yeah. to go. So I wanted to, um, I know that wondering, you know, where are the trades? Where are the charts? You know, I want to get into the nitty gritty. And we do in the workshop. I mean, absolutely. Tons and tons. I mean, John will say, you know, we're not going to go use the back tester, whatever software you use. Give me your trade. I'm going to look at the charts and I'm going to give you an idea of win rate and outcomes. And we did that. And then, and then we would go back test it and it was amazingly very close. So John was able to use the charts to quickly go through different strategies, uh, ones that we were just creating on the fly, and be able to get a pretty good idea how they would perform in the given market, right? So we might give a trade and John's like, okay, well, let's look at this and see how it performed in 2018. Okay, well, let's look at this and see how it performed in 2017. It might be completely different, but that was to be able to develop that skill and not have to always go through which uh, sometimes backtesting can be very laborious and time consuming to be able to quickly understand, okay, I know where this thing's going to fail, or I know this is going to, when this is going to win is a skill you want to be able to develop. So there are tons of looking at trades, looking at results, crafting trades, looking at uh, risk profiles and looking at charts. So I just want to make sure everybody understands that there's tons and tons of that in this program. And then ultimately pick it back up on this slide, you're going to be able to develop a trading system or a trading business, if you will, that's completely personalized to you. You're going to build out your playbook and it may be uh, all rules-based trades. It may be rules-based trades with your tweak to it. It may be completely um, uh, organic trades that you've developed once you understand these principles. And then one thing that I want people to always understand that we get caught up in is this concept of resulting. And what resulting is, is what we judge an action based on the outcome, right? So if you have a high probability bet and it doesn't win, does that mean that that was a poor choice or a poor bet? Of course not. It was an 80% odds bet. You got to take it every single time, right? So same thing in trading. We don't want to look at a trade and say, you know, I made this adjustment or I put this trade on. And the odds, with my understanding, were very high uh, for success, but it just didn't work. I mean, it's like John says, you know, you got to separate luck from process and understand that. And the reason I say that is because when we start judging our trades based on 
the outcomes, you're going you're gonna to get into this bad habit of curve fitting trades to the past or uh, searching for other trades that seemingly win all the time. And just understand that if you have an 80%, a trade that has an 80% win rate or whatever it is, it's going to lose two out of 10 and understand when those happen. Um, and, and that shouldn't prompt you to go change your entire trading business. So moving along, John touched on a lot of these, so I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But uh, one concept that I think is always applicable to, to certainly trading, but really life is the Pareto principle, right? The 80-20 rule. So, you know, once you get an 80% understanding or an 80% um, uh, realization of what's happening in a trade, that's all you need. You don't need to drive it to the nth degree and have 100% certainty of what this trade is going to do or how it's going to react. Go with it. Get on with it. You know, you don't have to do 45 years of back testing. It's like we said earlier, John uh, taught us how we can look at charts and have a good enough. That's what Pareto principle really is. Good enough, um, or one concept of the Pareto principle. Um, is to look at charts and say, well, we have a pretty good idea of how this is going to perform. I don't need to spend a lot of time getting into the weeds of backtesting. And I'm not saying a backtest is not good, but backtesting becomes a crutch. And that's what John was talking about in the opening statements. And that's what we want to try to avoid. And really this idea of adding complexity and I'm going to add uh, this to the bottom and add this to the top. And if we go up to this port, part in the market, then I'm going to completely flip in this other trade, which are all wonderful things. You really learn that simplicity is usually the easier path. Just keep it simple. Um, why do we want to really want to understand these principles and, and have these foundations, right? So the markets are constantly evolving. So our trading needs to evolve with it. Um, we have to be dynamic and, and develop that skill of adaptability, like we said. Um, and another thing that was really neat in this program was the trader collaboration. We broke out into groups uh, beforehand. John had assigned one group to look at a set of trades to figure out some different ways that we could um, improve the trades and adapt them to different environments and move between the trades and morph and convert amongst the different trades, which was really uh, a beneficial process because sometimes you'll see something in a trade and there'll be a blind spot that you didn't realize was there and someone else can point that out to you. So there's a lot of that in this program. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, live Q and A where John is, is I, I remember that uh, you had with John Wilson, you had a good banter with him and leading him down a certain road, thinking that his trade was wonderful. And all of a sudden you ask him a, <laughs> uh, a question at the end and he's like, oh yeah, that's not good. <laughs> but, but, but John was doing that to highlight, you've got a blind spot and let, and I want to shine a light on that blind spot as to why this trade is, you're not seeing where the, the losing scenario is. Um, and, and that was really neat. So that, helped everybody to kind of be aware. You're like, oh, you know, I need to know that as this campaign is unfolding, where are where are the blind spots in this trade? Or am I thinking about this trade? So trade design considerations, right? When we're crafting trades, we always want to look about uh, 
think about the tactics and the strategy, you always want to make sure it fits your personality. You know, you're aggressive, are you conservative? Do you like short-term trades? Do you like longer-term, slower-developing trades? And that's something you have to think about and um, understand about yourself, right? Because as we all know, hopefully by now, that trading is very much a, a journey of the self and learning what triggers us emotionally, uh, what's, what makes us feel happy and sad and safe and all those wonderful things. Um, and sometimes people, they like complexity. Some people like uh, simplification. So those you want to understand that about yourself. <clears throat> Some people don't like trades where you have to pick up the whole tent and roll the butterfly. They want to just do verticals. They want to, or they only have time for it, right? They have 30 minutes, maybe 15 minutes each day to, uh, which we have plenty of trades. It's, that's all that's required once you understand these trades. And you have to be willing to uh, accept that, you know, I don't have time to do tons and tons of execution. So maybe I want to do something that's a little, little easier. It doesn't require much. Um, and another activity that we did was taking strengths from certain trades and putting them together and adapting them to different trades. Like uh, for instance, V32 and V14 are two of our trades that we do, uh, and they have very specific rules assigned to them, but we might borrow a rule or a tactic from one trade and apply it to another um, in a subjective manner. But that's always neat when you can take a concept like we have the rock and apply it to, say, a BWB with a calendar trade. Uh, the, the, these these concepts are, you can mix and match them and use them together. And I think people sometimes struggle to be able to see that, that ability or the um, possibilities of being able to do that. But once you allow yourself to kind of play around with trade development and trade design, you can see how those things all work together. Um, and ultimately the strategy has to be simple enough to where you can put it together and do a quick back test and someone else can follow and understand it. If it's so complex and you got 82 sheets of uh, rules um, for a base trade that you're trying to develop, it's probably too complex. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is, is once you start to understand what's going on, you can just make money with verticals or whatever. You don't need to get fancy at all, so yeah. Yeah, that, that segues me into uh, old Occam, right? Occam's razor or Occam's principle um, is, is in real simple terms, the simplest course of action is usually the best, especially with imperfect information. And this is something that John's always said, you know, this is what we're dealing with in the markets are games of chance, uncertainty. That is the game. There is not, that's the whole point. And I think, uh, on the surface level, a lot of us consciously probably think we accept that, but subconsciously, we're absolutely are not accepting that it's a, the, this is a uh, an uncertain game. It's a game of chance, a game of uncertainty. You have to really internalize that and accept it. And complexity, adding complexity to that uncertainty doesn't necessarily reduce the uncertainty, if that makes sense, right? So you end up just overcomplicating the trade for the sake of satiating this uncertainty that's out there it's much mm. easier to just accept the uncertainty know the know the edge in the trade know what the expected value is of the trade over time i'm going to lose back to the example two out of ten i'm going to lose i don't freak out i just I, I got my two i'm supposed to lose 
and you know I've got eight that I'm going to win. That might be a little bit higher at the end of the year. It might be a little bit lower the win rate, but I'm going to stick to to simple uh, approach and not try to overcomplicate that to paper over this uncertainty that's that's bothering me. And that's a whole mindset thing. You could go on for days, but and John certainly uh, we we discuss that and touch on that quite a bit in the workshop. Um, you know, it's this one always cracks me up, right? The um, um, <laughs> wily coyote, <laughs> the coyote, yeah, the coyote's chasing this bird, and he's always trying to craft the most complex way. I've got to get. How do I get this road runner? Right? <laughs> he's got the skis. He's got I don't know what that is, an ice maker that's on his back, and it's you know he's going to go faster to catch this road runner that runs at the speed of light. But at the end of the day. <laughs> But probably some easier ways to get that roadrunner, right? So adding uh, adding complexity doesn't always get us. In fact, it rarely does get us to to the uh, the results that we're looking for. So I did want to um, take a look at a trade that we that was actually developed in the program that uh, John adopted as one of his go to strategies in the right given environment. Um, John, you referred to this as the Hammett trade. The Hammett um, trades. That's one of the ones yeah. that Stephen put together for the seminar. Yep. Y yeah, and this was uh, this was uh, there was homework assigned before this workshop, and part of it was to design a strategy, uh, put some simple rules around it, and there was some pretty tight constraints around uh, uh, the development of the strategy because John didn't want everybody to just go crazy, right? And what was born from this is I said, you know, what if we take the BWB and move it way out in front of the market and we have a bullish posture? What would that do? What does that look like? I mean, at first glance, you're like, wait a minute. I've got 141 Delta on a 10 lot. That's so, you know, that's insane. Like, because generally market neutral strategies, right? We have a much tighter set of delta parameters, right? Like maybe plus 20 is the highest you want. And so you you want to, at first glance, you might say that's insanity. You know, you're going to lose so much money to the downside and how, you know, it needs to be neutral. It needs to be right in the middle, but deployed in the right context and the right way, um, this trade can be extremely uh, yeah, effective. We, we've seen like I've done this what four or five times probably in the pro membership in the last year. Yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Well, at least in the last year. I don't know about this year, but I've done it a couple times this year. And last I mean, year was big. Yeah. Yeah, we've had like you know fifty plus percent trades on it. Right. And and the way these are designed is you're going to lose small and fast with small dollars. You're going to know quickly, but you've got to huge upside. So your probability risk reward ratio is really, really high and is in your favor. And just so people, um, and again, this is not something you would necessarily put on every single uh, cycle. Although there, uh, when I developed this strategy, that that's exactly what we did. Um, I think this if you back tested this, I think it's positive yep, expectancy and uh, a good PNL over time. I mean, it probably would have lost 2023 because it's been downtrending, but um, or 2022 oh. maybe. But it's fantastic strategy, right? Yeah, I was I got that on the next slide. 
Yeah. I'm gonna, you're always jumping ahead on me here. I'm sorry. So, I didn't mean but, it, but it's all the good stuff, right? We want to get yeah. to the dessert. Um, so this is seven days later, and the trade's up six grand. Um, there was probably some wiggling down here at the bottom of the trade, but it never did breach our exit parameters. And just in seven days, and this is 2018, not post-COVID when, you know, it seems like now there's like this, there's pre, there's the world before COVID in terms of the market. And then there's the world after COVID in terms of the market. But even in 2018 in seven days, you could get, and this wasn't like a monster move uh, in the market, um, but you could still make really outside gains very quickly if you're positioned appropriately. And this was uh, a back test done for that year, 2018. Um, Pretty good results just for something you crafted as a homework assignment for a workshop, right? Right. Um, yeah, some people exactly. may maybe look at that uh, equity curve and say that's perfectly fine. Others may say, wow, it had a did have a bit of a drawdown. Uh, I may or may not be okay with that, right? Um, I think it was about 25% drawdown. You know, there's different things you can do to smooth that out or accept it however you want to approach it. But the point is... I look at this like a price chart, Stephen, and I'm like, yeah. oh, look, the, the strategy's basing. It's time to get in it. <laughs> this is going yeah. to be taken off to the upside, right? <laughs> it it kind of came down. It kind of... Yeah, it's true. Gate came to its breakout point, came down, and then boom, took off again. And so you make a good point, John. You don't want to quit on this trade just because it's had a drawdown. And of course, we're speaking in very raw terms here. You, 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 right. you know, whether you're deploying it every single time or you're being opportunistic with it, which is probably how I would suggest people do it. But just in this raw state, you know, it had very, uh, very good numbers, winners. right? Yeah. 75% winners. The profit target is almost is 2.9, which is insanely good. Right. So our, um, Average, average wins, winner, same yep. average loss of the same, right? Yep. Uh, largest winner, largest loss is equal. Yeah. And so, it, yeah, I mean, as you can see, this is, you know, this is not something where um, uh, it's not necessarily feast or famine, but when you lose, it's, you know, it can be, it can be large, but your winners are gigantic, but this is the thing you got to think about. And of course, this is another aspect, right? Is understanding your stats. When you got that kind of win rate, your positive expectancy is, is going to be fantastic, which is represented here. So that's an example of what was born from just a homework assignment. Right. And I, um, like I said, I use that on a regular basis when technically it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so that was uh, for me personally, when we developed these trades and there were other ones that we developed simple uh, bull strategy, I think was born from that as well. Super it, bowl, it, yeah. really, it really gives you that pathway to make that jump from just being a rules-based trader to adding subjectivity when appropriate. And, and then also having a deeper understanding of the rules-based trades that you do. So that's what I have for you there, John. If we want to get into the Q&A, we certainly can do it. It looks like we're good because I don't see any Q&A here. So it doesn't look like anybody had any questions. So that is, um, that's what we have. And again, this program is, uh, it's been a fantastic program. The reviews on it are just absolutely fantastic. And the feedback I've gotten 
uh, really change a lot of traders. This is for more advanced traders. If, if you don't understand what a broken wing butterfly is, this program is not for you. But if you've been trading broken wing butterflies for a while, you know, rules-based or been non-subjective for a long time, and you don't fully understand your strategies, or even if you think you do, um, this program is going to be fantastic for you. You will, you will learn so much. It will amaze you. Just to get that, and I'll just throw this up here, for just a reminder, right? So this program is on sales, normally 2095. Our basic number is 1995. Go members 1795. Pro members 1595. And it's going to be obviously for a limited time. And I'm going to show you quickly how to get there. Go just to lockinyoursuccess.com. That's our homepage. You just go to trading courses. This is a trading performance course. Uh, obviously, there are some trading strategies in here because we developed them and and uh, while we were there. So you will see those rules. But in general, um, it's focused on trading performance. And it is the Trader Transformation Workshop. And you get the members right here. And again, for our members, you just go into, for our Go and Pro members, you go in, take a look at your pro discounts, and you can find it right there. Or your go discount and you can find it there all right looks like that's all we have so i guess we'll wrap this up Stephen. thank you for your participation and thank you everybody for joining us and staying with us for the amount of time and um hopefully hopefully um, you guys get this program and hopefully you also consider coming to see us in orlando there's going to be a limited amount of space so as soon as we announce it um We'll let you know. Of course, we have uh, you guys are pro members are going to get first uh, or members go members as well. Get first uh, dibs at that. So thank you, everybody. And we will see you again soon. Stay in touch. Thanks, Sean. Thanks.